Welcome to Child Abuse and Recovery. Hello, today I'm discussing how difficult it is for us to share our stories. Every time we go to share a story, we worry about being disbelieved. We worry about insulted. We worry, we feel close to somebody in our lives, and we're worried to tell them, but because we think it might drive the person away, and it might, but that would be the person that you knew and learned that that's not the person you thought it was. They can't be there for you, but you've always been there for them. There are some good people out there who would help, who would listen, who does care. Abuse is a pandemic. Abuse is a worse pandemic than the COVID. You think I'm lying about that? Check out the statistics of child abuse. Check out the statistic of child sexual abuse. Check all that out and see if I'm making that up. Check out how also that the numbers are so great with the abuse that still you've got to put in there about so many cases that's never been reported. Like mine and some areas had not been reported and nothing was done. Although, cops knew about it. To serve and protect. <laughs> well, there are some good cops out there too that will adhere to the law. There are some cops around. But as far as where I came from, I distrust them very badly. They never protected me. They said like they were all out for themselves. Um, I was not the one with the money. My ex-husband had money and his family was in that area since, basically since a lot of it started in this, in that little region. So, and my family, getting a squat supper, how bad my stepmom was. That's basically how a lot of people knew. They knew how bad my step-sibling was. They they knew all about that. But they knew all about uh, me being battered as a teenager. And they did nothing. They just brought me back home away from a person that was doctoring me. And a person told them that they had helped me out and was doctor me. Said, don't return her back because this was done by her family. So, but the cops didn't listen and they returned me back home. I learned that it was not okay to tell the police. I learned <laughs> that it was not okay. He to tell the people who's supposed to serve and protect you.
I learned it was not okay to talk to some members, some uh, church people. Like, I have went to this one congregation for a little while. This has been since the divorce and since I moved to this new area. So it's been over, been over seven years. Well, it seemed like they were accepting me at first. But then one of the ladies' brothers came over, and we would go for bike rides before, okay? And uh, and I smacked him a few times before for putting his hands at a place it shouldn't be. But one day he came over and he said it was his birthday and that I needed to give him love. And I said, oh, no, you don't. Get your hands off of me. And he would not stop. He was saying this is his birthday and he's got a right to touch me wherever he wanted. So I did get rid of him and everything. And that night, since that was a Wednesday, I decided, since I live close to the church, I decided to go ahead and walk to the church and explain to the preacher why I did not call the police. I told him I did not call the police because I did not want a division in this church. I said, his sister goes to this congregation and things could be split over things like this. I said, so I didn't want to split, so I didn't call the police. Okay, so a year had passed and there was a couple of things I was getting irate about, you know, because I really wasn't feeling good. And I would have sharp arm pains since I had a bad shoulder injury. And uh, I would have to leave in the middle of the services. But sometimes I would leave when there was something that I knew it was basically down in me about. So I went ahead and I left church during one of the services. And he was gonna supposed to bring me back home afterwards. But a lot of times he don't bring me back home. Instead he gets somebody else to and keeps asking somebody else to take me back home, somebody else to take me home. I just ended up leaving during the services. And he called me after I got home well, after church, and he found out that I wasn't there, although he had seen me get up and was leaving. He had seen me. He watched me. And maybe he thought I came back in there. Maybe he thought I went to get air and my whatever. But I said no, and then he told, tells me that, oh, I don't really believe that her brother touched you since you didn't call the police a year ago. I said, what? I explained to you why I did not call the police. And for him to come back as a preacher, and I had entrusted him and explained it to him that I was not going to get that around the church. But Evidently, it got out when sharing a few, you know, like I shared with him, and 
I'm sure um, he must have tried to talk to them or something, but I started shying away from a lot of the people. Of course, after you're sexually abused like that, you do that kind of thing. And so I guess it stemmed around where I'm the one that didn't have the money that was given into the church stuff. So I was to be ousted no matter what instead of cared about. So it was tough on me to tell him. But I could see his reasoning on if I don't believe I have it because you didn't call the police. I can understand that. But, but when he directly knew from me telling him a year ago that I did not call the police because I did not want a division in the church. So after he told me that, I had not wanted to go back to that church. Now, I expect every church to treat me badly because I was treated badly where I came from also with having the bad police officers treat me bad as well as some of the other people. Well, there were some who was very genuine. There were some that was great. There's good friends that would protect me. One really got me one day when they surprised me and showed up at the house and my husband was at the door and so he went ahead and opened the door for them and I think they must have heard that he, him yelling too at me a little bit while they were at the door. But anyway, they came and gave me a surprise and it was a picture and it had my name and it had the meaning of my name and boy, it blew me away. That meant a lot to me. But my husband ended up leaving mad, you know, while they were still there talking to me. And, but it still felt good, you know, that somebody treasured me and told me that I was not a mistake to God. That felt so good hearing that but I wasn't hearing it from anywhere. I had gotten trouble at another congregation because during the announcements, they would announce about somebody being in the hospital. But you go up to her and say a few words, show her that you're being there supporting her. So I listened to that, and I would go support her, and then I would go home. And next thing I know, getting a phone call from the elders. Oh, we're only allowing you to come to church. You're not allowed to talk to anybody. You're supposed to just go to church and leave. You're not welcome to talk to no one. It's like, what? What is it? The church is about, it ain't just about going to church and listening to that preacher and that elder and stuff. It's not about that at all. It's supposed to be in unison. All the people going there are supposed to be the church. And 
so soon. I just stopped going to church because I really felt like no matter where I go, I'm going to be blasphemed and downtrodden and stuff. Um, another thing to remember, I'm going to get back on the other subject of it being difficult and complex and brave to tell your stories. Well, previewing at on YouTube March the 3rd at 8.45 p.m. for Little Miss Texas show. I'll be telling my story on video. I hope that I have a lot of supporters that will be there and listen and treat, uh, treat me well. That nobody's condescending, like if my family had found out about it, and they show up and then start threatening and everybody there, like they did when I said about my mom passing away and please pray for me because I didn't know, um, I don't know how to act at the moment. You know, when I feel so many emotions, I had got her out of my life. When she had told me she wished she would kill me when I was a baby like she wanted. But I tell you what, when she died, I didn't think I would have any feelings. I thought I wouldn't care. But then it hit me, the reason why I cared so much, I wanted the motherly love and I knew now she's dead, and now I know for sure I would never get that from her. Where maybe there's some hidden parts within that believe that one day I will be loved by her. And anyway, it's going to be heartbreaking when you go to listen to some of my things. I couldn't help it that when I started talking, I hope I don't didn't sound too boisterous or whatever, but I really got into discussing it. And we should be discussing things. Shutting our ears, closing our minds, turning our backs. That is not an option when we care. Now, sometimes I get frustrated and tired when I'm doing um, so much like my like my artwork or my crafting or studying something or working on my book or whatever it may be. Sometimes it don't make the time for it don't make the time for I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just get emotion there. I want to change the subject right there, okay? Alright. So if you got a story to tell don't be ashamed. Love you all because you're a part of the human race. 
You are not a mistake. You're one of God's given gifts. Even though we were not treated like a gift, that to be cherished as a child like we should have, that does not make us a bad person. But how we choose to live our life afterward, we do not need to go and start harming anyone else. We have been harmed so much. I basically try to hide places because <laughs> I don't want to fight. <laughs> and there's been times when cops have come to the house and they would like ask my husband if I hit him and he said no and, and boy if I would have hit him back with all that he did to me yet I would have been arrested. How crazy is that? He wouldn't be arrested for the injuries that he did to me. But had I hit him back, I would have went to jail for hitting him. So, <laughs> that's something else I'll tell you. And it worked with a, a boyfriend another time. And uh, luckily, that guy told the truth. And uh, I can remember the cop saying, now if you go ahead and say that she pushed you to get out of the way that you were right there at her, pulling her hair or whatever, then we'll take her to jail if you just go ahead and say that. He's like, no, I'm not going to lie. Well, thank God he had the morality to tell the truth. But I broke up with him when he was doing all this crap. Pull my hair, beating me, throwing ditch glass ashtrays. I was babysitting a friend of mine's child, and he was sitting on the floor as this guy went and threw the ashtrays to the, well, if you ever seen the government apartments, it's, it's about like uh, the floors are concrete with some things over it. So it's like whenever anything falls down on it, it's concrete. <laughs> it just bust. And this poor three-year-old seeing that, and I worked out a way and I got him to a neighbor safely and the neighbor called the police. But I didn't like having to do that because I was responsible whatever these neighbors would do to him but I was afraid it was more of a detriment or more of struggle if he remained in there where I was at the time so I'm glad that lady actually stood up called the police I guess she seen uh, the big chunk of hair that was missing out of my head or maybe I had the hair in my hand afterwards I don't know but uh, I said, I had told her he's trying to get me to put the little three-year-old outside and lock the door since the parents are late. They said it's going to be back at eight, uh, 7 o'clock and they're not back, so put them outside and lock the door. I wasn't going to do that to the kid. And that's what made him so mad. 
yes, I would stand up any day for that kind of thing. Even if it would have hurt me, like I did. Even if it, if he would have killed me. But it's bad, though, whenever the police come and they say that kind of crap. It is really bad. All right, well, I hope that y'all remain and tell your stories. It does hurt some of the time when you tell it, but later on, it's a relief. May God bless you and all the children of the world, as a friend of mine says at NASA. Goodbye.